Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, February 20th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, the Cosmos Lounge, with Staken Relax, Spark IBC, Delray from Staken, hosted by Corporate IO. Let's take a listen. Hey, everybody. Starting the space five minutes early to let the audience trickle in. How's it going, Ruben? See Steak and Relax. I'm going to invite you up here. How's it going, Amanda? Netta Dow, thanks for showing up. I wish I didn't mess up the music. I was hoping to give you guys something to listen to while we wait, but we'll Yo, get talking up, soon. Matt? How's it going? All good? Good, man, good. Awesome. Things are crazy in uh, Turkey right now. I, I saw you post another earthquake there. Sorry to hear about that. Yes, super sad. Just the region that was affected, mm-hmm. got hit uh, by another earthquake. I think it was like 6.4 or something. Mm-hmm. So all the buildings that didn't collapse just collapse now. Oh, man. My thoughts and prayers go to those people, man. I hope you uh, don't have any of your family or friends affected by that. Yeah, luckily my, my family um, is in another place, but um, the situation there is, is devastating. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine. It's nice to see the luckily, the prop up there uh, the for this, the relief funds for Turkey for people that need help. Yeah, I think, I think it's a really controversial proposal. Mm-hmm. And right now it seems that it doesn't go through. Um, but it was a really rushed proposal, I admit that. Um, but um, there are a lot of remaining questions. I'm happy to answer that as well. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest question mark was why Syria was mentioned. Mm-hmm. And um, the funds will be directed to an organization who is working together with UNICEF and uh, other organizations. And we are also in contact with an organization out of Syria, mm-hmm. which especially helps children in Syria. So that organization is then distributing the money to other organizations, especially also to Syria. And that's that's not explicitly mentioned in the proposal. But if you go on the organization website, you see they have like different um, organization they help. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, we can definitely get more uh, into that later on in the conversation. I thought we could start with some more uh, generic questions, especially to get more uh, information behind uh, stake and relax validation. So uh, we'll wait another couple minutes before I start uh, my list of questions here. Still waiting on Delray to show up too. Hopefully he's not too busy. I know it's uh, later on in the night for him. I think it's about 9 p.m. for him. 
where he lives. Where does he live, actually? I believe he lived in the, the Dominican, but I'd have to double check with him. We haven't spoken in a while. That's why I was excited for this space. Is it's nice to catch up with all the people I met at uh, the last Cosmoverse. It's, it's been too long. Yeah, definitely. What time is it uh, where you're at right now? Uh, I'm currently in Switzerland, and in one minute we have 9 p.m. Oh, as well. wow. Okay, okay. Welcome, Timmy. How's it going, man? Going well, going well. Excited for this. In my world, this is uh, this is a chunk of time I get to like carve out of my day and set aside for this. But it's also like the closest to relaxing I'll get. So it's the best <laughs> of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, this is uh, normally if I prepare to interview like an actual project or team, it's a lot more nerve wracking and much more preparation and. I'm usually pretty nervous, but this is like this super is chill. Better. Yeah, <laughs> more of like a conversation that you can enjoy. Because sometimes, I'll admit, I'm not the most uh, knowledgeable technically, so I can get lost kind of easy sometimes when things get super technical. You know, there we go. I mean, it's pretty easy in the Cosmos ecosystem, right? Because there are so many developments and so many new projects that are coming up so you can't even follow all of the projects to be honest yeah that's very true yeah i also just like i personally find just chatting with friends to be like a good use of time like it doesn't always have to have anything extra to it um like personally i have a, a group of friends from as far back as high school some of them or even before that that like we'll all still like game sometimes do like gaming online but none of us really care about gaming anymore as adults it is simply just an excuse to chat with a group of friends on discord and like the game is so secondary you know what i mean like it's good to just chat with your people and i definitely feel that in cosmos too yeah i know it's good to have a strong uh network of support in the community to keep everyone's mental health in check uh, as well so yeah i totally agree man what's up delray how you doing bro hey hi guys uh i'm doing fine i'm actually very happy just to be here thank you martin for putting this up and looking forward to chat with you and as far as the cosmos community goes and yeah man i feel the same uh it's true that you see some projects right they have like their own people and stuff but most of the people are very helpful and the feeling is still collaborative in my opinion. Uh, you can see some drama now and then, right? But overall, the possibility is a good place to be. I'm very happy to be chatting with you today, guys. And we're very happy that you're here with us too, man. Thank everybody here missed you. So uh, yeah, without further ado, I'll jump into uh, the little intro I got here for Cosmos Spaces. I also see some other familiar faces in the crowd. What's up, Jacob, Skymonk, Ambito, Mr. Fox, Andre, Kerbero. Thank you all uh, for being here. So, uh, yeah. My name is Marty. For those who don't know me, I'm a team member of Cosmos Spaces, and I'll just give a brief summary of what we do in case we have any new listeners today. So for those who don't know, Cosmos Spaces runs bare metal validators, and we are in the active sets of Evmos, Osmo, Juno, Quicksilver, 
Nomic, Stargaze, and Comdex, and we are also on the inactive sets of Adam and Mars. Any delegations are much appreciated. We also have an IBC relayer, and the chains we relay include Adam, Axelar, Evmos, Juno, Kajira, Osmo, and Stride. Cosmo Spaces loves to host community calls, just like today, where we chat and interview developers or other validators in the Cosmos. We also recently released our Adora collection on Stargaze. If you like NFTs, I suggest you take a gander if you're into that. Uh, we're also in collaboration with Omniflix for Cosmos Spaces badges, as well as testing their interactive videos on Omniflix TV. We also do NFT share and chill spaces like later tonight with little gains. So check out our Twitter for the link if you want to set a reminder. We also build tools, for example, the Cosmos Spaces Google Calendar, NFT Flex, and Salmon Validator Monitoring Tool, which will be displayed on our new website that is currently being worked on and will be released soon. So don't forget to use our new Cosmos Spaces calendar for all spaces related to the Cosmos. Today we will be interviewing Stake and Relax, and I will be joined with my co-host Timmy from Spark IBC and Delray from Staken. So Timmy and Delray, if you guys want to give a brief intro before we dive into questions for Stake and Relax, um, that'd be awesome. And then after the interview with Stake and Relax, we can follow up with an open mic session if, if everyone's down or people have time. Sure. Do you want to go first, Timmy? Sure, sure. Um, I was about to say age before beauty, but I know neither of those things about you. So <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Timmy. Uh, you can see my personal account as the co-host up there. Um, co-founder of Spark IBC. Um, and basically what, what we do is we're also a validator. Um, we validate on quite a few chains and it's super important to us. Like we have phenomenal uptime. We, we've never been slashed anything like that, but um, it's definitely not our sort of priority. Um, it's actually kept kind of separate, which I actually think it should be. Like we have the validator side of what we do uh, with its finances, upkeep, employees, devs, uh, and then sort of the other side of the stuff we're building. Um, and so I guess what that is, is we are slowly turning Spark IBC uh, as an entity into sort of an umbrella like parent corporation. Uh, and so like right now uh, we have the Spark IBC platform, which is a chain agnostic funding platform, something kind of like Kickstarter, uh, where projects who don't have a home base chain can come and run a campaign and work with us to source funding from private users out there, uh, as well as hopefully in the future and starting with something we're doing right now, as well as like community pools and grants and stuff that will help kind of shepherd those people through. Um, another thing that is sort of under the umbrella is the Airdrops One account and website that a lot of you might be familiar with here on Twitter. That uh, kind of we market it as an Airdrops thing because that brings the the likes and the follows. But I'm really happy with how we've been able to actually use it as just a fairly like unbiased, agnostic source of information. Um, we often do validator list shoutouts to like bring attention to the smaller vowels that we think deserve it. Um, including like stake and relax pretty often. Um, and then thirdly, we have Interchain Info, which is actually what we are running a campaign for on Spark IBC right now, if you want to contribute. And today or tomorrow, we'll be going on chain, uh, starting with the hub. We'll be going on, on the hub with a proposal for additional funding from the community pool. 
Um, there's a ton of info on that posted on both the Timmy account and Spark, so I don't want to take up time with that. Um, but if, if you want to support that or look into it, that'd be awesome. Please like read up or reach out with any questions. I'm happy to answer or hop on a call. Um, and we actually will be looking for the community to help us meet the deposit on that. So if you have a bunch of liquid atom or know someone who does that's not staked and bonded, that's the problem. We obviously have atom um, that you might want to use to help us meet the deposit on that proposal. Please reach out. We, we'd love to like chat. We can even set something up where in the absurd case that it somehow got no with vetoed, um, we'll, we'll reimburse people. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. And then what interchain info is, is uh, a lot. And I don't really want to take the time away from stake and relax, but go look into it. You can play with it live now at interchaininfo.zone. Um, and just maybe later in the AMA, if people have questions, I can dive into details. But yeah, that's me and what we're doing. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, my name is Del Ray. For those of you that don't know, which are a few in this chat, happy to see these familiar faces. I work for a stake and it's a validator of reporting networks, uh, proof of stake networks, and participating like six, seven test nets. Uh, I do content, marketing, and community too. And well, yeah, let's go. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, the intros. Uh, just a friendly reminder, if anybody wants to pin anything, feel free. You're more than welcome. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, let's jump into some questions for Steak and Relax, if that's cool with you. Awesome. Why don't you start with a quick introduction or background about uh, you and your team and how they all came together or met, or are you a one-man show? Yes. Thank you, uh, first of all, for um, inviting me to the space and making it public uh, possible to um, talk publicly in a Twitter space. I'm usually not not a space guy, but I'm super glad that you give me the opportunity to um, talk to the audience and introduce Steak and Relax um, Validator. So um, maybe to the beginning of Steak and Relax Validator, um, early last year, I was writing a scientific paper about um, POS chains and specifically network security and implications of POS on the example of the Cosmos ecosystem. And there I did also some surveys with validators and delegators uh, as well, did uh, a bigger giveaway for all uh, participants and could accumulate a lot of data. And in that time, I also stumbled across uh, the validator school which was run from uh, Posthuman. Big shout out to him. She basically teached me uh, also the side from the, from the validator business and teach me also the technical side. And uh, I think around March, the first validator was born. Uh, it was the Nomic chain. And um, that's basically the first mainnet I was, I was running. And I was like in the middle of the thesis stress and of scientific paper. And I was like, yeah, um, how should I name my validator? And um, CryptoCedo and, and me were like joking, like, oh, yeah, stay and relax, sounds cool. And then I was like building up this this page, basically. And then I was like, oh, what should fit to stay and relax? Oh, maybe a sloth because they're sleeping all the time. And it fits to that. And stay and relax basically brings that, that message across like to the delegators, hey, Stay with us so you can relax. 
and um, stake and relax basically so you can get your stake and Rolex later. That was the slogan. And um, then after a while, um, some other validator also from the school DM'd me basically and, and we were like chatting uh, back and forth. And he was saying like, hey, should we merge our validators because I'm like more more strong on the communication side and he was strong on the technical side. And I think it was a perfect match. So he's um, doing mainly the, the tech side. Big shout out to him. Uh, his manual, uh, his, I think we can also tag his uh, Twitter later. So he's managing a lot of the tech stuff, uh, running the software, the nodes, the IBC relayer, et cetera. And yeah, and so we could expand to more and more mainnets. Right now we're validating uh, on seven mainnets. Six of them are in the active set. Namely, we are at Stride, Passage, Juno, Nomic, Chain for Energy, and FMOS. And FMOS is just the, the recent one. We went into the active set, I think, five days ago or something. And um, with Mars, we're still in the inactive set. We're waiting till the set is expanding so we can also maybe hop into the active set. We're also running uh, several test nets. We are right now in the incentivized testnet of OKP4, where we are also currently leading uh, in the dashboard or in the number one of the participants. Then we're running also a noise uh, testnet and, and Juno testnet. And we're also running a several IBC relayer. And for every chain that we're running, we uh, also plan right now to extend uh, the RPC nodes so we can um, provide more services for the networks we will date. I hope that was not too long of an intro. No, that was and, perfect. Uh, <laughs> you, answer, you answered three questions in a row, but that's, that's okay. I got more for you, so that's perfect. No, that's uh, super informative. You definitely sound like you contribute a lot to the ecosystem, and that's why I kind of wanted to do this. I wanted to try and help make more people aware of your validators and the services you provide to the ecosystem. Uh, I feel like your type of uh, presence is necessary in the ecosystem and without validators like you are providing so much uh, to the cosmos. We need more people like you, you know, and more people to support you. So I'm very happy to have you here today, man. Thank, thank you for the kind words. <laughs> really, really appreciate that. Uh, um, also, one thing that I want to mention, we also slash protected. We have a um, public um, address, basically, where we have um, where you can also track down all the um, wallets where we have for accruals in case we get slashed, which um, we op obviously want to avoid and till now it didn't happen. And in the first time of um, Juno, where we tried really hard to stay in the active set, we also reimbursed um, the delegators and supporters uh, that delegated to us uh, for that time we were in the inactive set, and we still plan to do so. Yeah, that's amazing. That's uh, a good reason for your, your motto, you know, the stake and relax. You don't have to worry uh, when you stake with you, you know? Uh, you know not you do. Like just as an extra shout out for for you, the um I think that there are probably more validators that claim they will do that sort of stuff or have slash protection or something similar. 
um, and don't than the ones who say that they do and actually follow through. Um, it's like a very easy-ish way to add a like plus sort of appealing plus mark to your validator at a glance. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people are not watching their stake like closely enough that they can be sure that's always happening. I've actually been in the position before where I had to DM someone and be like, hey, why haven't I gotten your slash protection? Um, and only because of that did I get it. So for for those that are actually following through with that sort of thing, um, and obviously it's all transparent on chain, not only is it cool, but I kind of give it like an extra thumbs up because far too often that's used and abused by other validators. So really love to hear that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for transparency reasons, I just have to mention uh, for FMOS, uh, we just topped up, I think, 750 uh, FMOS, which are not currently sufficient to protect all the funds. That's the reason um, because we got a lot of delegation in a really short time. But in the next di- um, days, we're also topping that up and we'll also post about that. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Delray or Timmy, if you guys ever want to step in or have questions, comments, feel free to jump into during the conversation. Uh, I'm actually just sort of curious. So like that, that pot of funds, is that just coming from your guys' personal holdings? Or is that funded by commission rewards or half and half or like? Um, that basically comes uh, from me, from yeah. my personal accounts. So I'm super transparent with that. I mean, you can track down my wallets. Um, I'm just also filling my taxes for 2021. So I'm super transparent about everything. That's for sure, man. You know, I don't... Yeah, very respectable. And another thing is the daily reminder to compound my nomic, you know. Uh, That's a very valuable public service you have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hope you compound your nom today as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, uh, yeah, I, I do wanted to, to ask you because you mentioned you were in the inactive set on, on bars, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, can you maybe share your, your thoughts on bars uh, briefly? I haven't got the chance to like deeply go through it. And maybe anybody can talk to you about it. Just general thoughts, maybe. Yeah, I think Mars Mars is a really strong project and in my opinion one of the major competitors to Umi. Um also bullish on Umi, uh also bullish on Mars. For Umi, uh, we couldn't chip in enough funds to go into the active set. And our strategy with our validator is to focus on major chains or on, on chains that we really like and did our due diligence. And especially we focus on new chains that just launched because we just have greater chances to get into the active set or establish our validator. Because right now, for example, let's let's take the example on the Cosmos Hub. It's impossible for a new validator to get in, right? You need, what, a half million uh, dollars of funds or uh, really rich friends to get in. And it's just not feasible. Like with many, many mainnets, we were like actually in loss. So we paid to validate. Uh, and now with FMOS, we like more or less break even. But uh, so we're basically paying to, to validate. And with Mars, uh, we just wanted to get in and we bullish on it. If that answered your question. Yeah, bro, that's great. Awesome. 
I see a couple more familiar faces in the audience. What's up, Tank? What's up, Scotty? How's it going, Finn? Uh, the next question I had for you, Stake and Relax, was how did you get into crypto originally? Um, before you were writing that paper, were you invested at all? Or when did your crypto journey start? Oh, that's a, that's a really, really great question. <laughs> um, early 2017, um, before the bull, uh, like bull cycle, basically, and the hype and everything, uh, I was studying my bachelor's business administration, and um, I was always like focused on investing and wanted to make like money with investing, etc. And actually, um, CryptoCito and me, we started our crypto journey together. Uh, we smoked shisha together, and then we talked about crypto, and we started trading on on different platforms. Uh, it was like Ether Delta. So even the time before Uniswap, we traded like a lot of shit coins, made all mistakes that you can do, like send some bitcoins into into nothing, like in, a, in an address that nobody knows. So like I'm in the in the industry since 2017, basically, uh, was always following it, was always invested with more than 90% of my of my uh, private funds. Uh, I think it was just like a super super interesting. Topic. I also did a lot of presentations in school, write my bachelor thesis even about tokenization of real estate, uh, interviewed a lot of um, blockchain companies there. And uh, it, it, like, it catched me once, I get addicted, and uh, it never let me go. And now I finished my master's in banking and finance, and uh, I wanted to make it my major career path. That's amazing. How did you find the Cosmos ecosystem? I mean, I, I presume that when while you and CryptoCito were trading, you eventually stumbled upon Adam and uh, Osmo one day, yeah? Exactly. So um, big kudos to him. He was, he was the guy who found Cosmos and uh, basically tracked me in and we started like investing. We got the Juno airdrop, we got the Osmo airdrop. And you know how it is with airdrops. Once you get it, you get addicted. and then. You get invested basically in almost every coin in the Cosmos ecosystem. And then you dig deeper and uh, make your research and you s just stick somehow in the Cosmos ecosystem. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, the next question, I know you told me before, uh, there's nothing precise that you can answer when I ask this, but I just thought in, gen in general, uh, are you helping or involved with organizing Cosmoverse 2023? Yeah, for 2023, I'm basically um, the Turkish Turkish community manager. Like I'm, as I'm, as I can also speak Turkish. Um, I am like a major focus on the Turkish community, which are super great. Um, they are like super active, super knowledgeable, and super hyped about crypto in general as well. And now we want to bring Cosmos to Turkey. So this year I'm also involved uh, in Cosmos. Last year I couldn't because I wrote my paper, and this year I, I will helping as well. That's awesome, and you must be pretty ex excited. Yeah, uh, I'm super proud that it's in my home country, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, that's amazing. Uh, 
I've never been to Europe at all, so I'm excited because I'm planning to attend. So one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is the food there. I've never tried the f- Turkish food or food from there. So what, well, what's the food like? You're going to gain so much weight there. I can <laughs> promise you that. <laughs> so like they're really meat heavy. So if you're a vegan, you have less choices. But uh, they also have we vegan options. But uh, I would strongly recommend you to like meat. Oh, I uh, love meat. That's the majority. And what about of what shisha? I eat, Can so we get perfect. shisha there? Hundred percent, bro. We're gonna we're gonna make a a, a relax relax session. Smoke shisha. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'll definitely participate. <laughs> What's the weather like over there? Uh, right now. It's basically winter, so it's super rainy and cold, especially in Istanbul. But um, around the time where the Cosmos will happen, uh, it will be warm and sunny, hopefully. Nice. What's the uh, nightlife or entertainment like there? So a lot of people maybe presume that Turkey is, is like super religious, and there's no party. If you drink alcohol, you will get a lot, a lot of um, stress, basically. But there are like bars everywhere, like even next to the next to the mosque and everywhere. So the party and nightlife, it's it's huge. Um, you can have really crazy nights there, and really expensive nights uh, as well. So you have from normal bars to huge nightclubs to nice shisha bars. With dancing areas like I was, I was in Istanbul two weeks ago um, to to check for the venues with Basil and Sito, and we we found a shisha ba- uh, place basically where we smoke shisha upstairs and downstairs is, is a nightclub. So there's a lot lot to do. Awesome, bro. Yeah, I know that sounds fun. You know, uh, I, I wanted to ask you. Uh, do you have any other project online in the Cosmos ecosystem? Like, you know, in... You mean to, to validate on? Yeah. Oh, that's also a really good question. Right now, we're focusing basically on um, providing more services for all the chains we, uh, chains we validate on. But um, we have some plans for uh, new chains that will be uh, also definitely announce we're looking really focused uh, like we're really looking forward for celestia we're super hyped about celestia i think it's a super great project yeah um but it's still in testnet and i think it will will become really really hard to get into the mainnet as well oh yeah i'm also looking forward for celestia man yeah yeah i mean for you it should be easy right with staking you should get straight straight to the main net, straight to the active set. Uh, <laughs> do you uh, does stake and relax work alongside or with Nomic or Stride at all? I just I've noticed uh, when we met in Colombia, I saw you working on some graphics that uh, looked like it was for Stride or something, and I noticed for the Nomic testnet you wrote a little uh, a guide that was very useful actually. Thank you for writing that. Uh, I shared it with 
a ton of people, including my friends and family who have no idea what they're doing. And uh, yeah, it was very easy and straightforward for them to follow. So awesome. Thank no, you. I just, I just wanted to provide like some value, like a tutorial or something, because I think Nomic is one of the underrated projects. Obviously they, it's like now one, um, now more than one year since they basically had their first airdrop. But um, you have to imagine as well, it's a really small team. It's two, three people. And they basically have to write the whole Cosmos SDK from scratch in Rust. Uh, so I think what I could recommend to Aeronomicans, stay patient, compound. I'm currently not working together with Nomic. I'm just a community guy, a validator that really likes that project. And for Stride, I'm also not working together with them. I was in the um, validator council for the host chain uh, Atom, where uh, I was um, with four other validators, and uh, we had the chance to validate or like to score basically um, the contributions of the validators. And um, because of this, the delegation for for the Atom. Um, for a liquid state atom, um, we're done. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I was just curious about that. So uh, that's interesting, man. It's nice of you to provide that uh, extra information and services for these projects. Yeah. I hope eventually they'll start compensating you. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I actually. I don't know if I actually understood. That's exactly what Nomic was doing. They're like rewriting. They're doing like the Rust version of the SDK or a version? I have the same question. So what Nomic is doing basically that they, they want to build a, a Bitcoin bridge, right? A native Bitcoin bridge with NBTC. And they don't write that in, in the normal language which is used uh, in, uh, in the normal Cosmos SDK basically. So they write everything from scratch in Rust, the whole Cosmos SDK. And um, it's a lot of work. It's the reason why the why the um, explorers also don't give so much information. Right. Okay. That because like that's been that's been something I've heard discussed a, a lot more and more recently. Like it's picking up traction. The idea of doing the Cosmos SDK, which is written in Go right now, mm -hmm. and redoing it in rust which is what cosmosm is based on just to kind of bring it more in line with the rest of our stack i didn't mm -hmm. know that there was like a, that nomic one of my favorite projects actually was, was basically like doing that and just going ahead with it as their main thing not even as an experiment so that's super cool yeah and and i think that's that's one of the things that a lot of people underestimate and say like hey like is that a scam project or why they don't launch is that a rock but I totally understand that it takes a lot of time, especially if you just like two or three devs is working on that. And I think it should be pointed out more. Obviously, I agree with a lot of voices from the community that the communication part is not the best, but that's where I, I come in and try to chip in as much as I can and provide the community with all the information I have or I could gather. And I think... Nomic was a really good example. Like if you really dive deeper down into a project, you can get like to the top of knowledge and it really can provide uh, to the community as well. And 
For example, in the Cosmos Hub, it's super difficult to do so because it has a huge history and it gets super complicated. And with a young project like Nomic, it's it's easier to do so. Thank you for that, man. My next question was actually, what yeah. are some of your favorite projects in the ecosystem? So yeah, more than me. I think you guys started covering that. Yeah. Sorry, Delray, were you going to say something? No, I, I just wanted, wanted to say that, um, you know, it takes time to build the stuff, right? And me personally, I don't know how to write, not even a line of code, right? And, and I, I don't like complain when people don't ship. I just wait and relax, right? <laughs> uh, people are going to take time to build the stuff. And sometimes you see some projects take more than others. And if you start to look like deep down, you can start realizing some things. And it can be that maybe one team got more funding than the other team. Maybe one team has more people than the other team. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. Are there any other projects that uh, you guys love right now that are your favorite? Yeah, obviously all the chains we validate for, huh? <laughs> <That's yourself>. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> would you think you would ever start your own crypto project or is validating enough for you? Um, maybe not, not in the near future because I don't have any idea that would make sense for a crypto project. And I think that's also something a lot of people have to understand. Not not every idea is made to be like a crypto project. Like I see a lot of people say like, hey, yo, I have a nice idea. I just make it a crypto project, sell the tokens, get rich. So in my opinion, that doesn't make sense. You have to find an idea that really makes sense on blockchain. And then you also, it, it, it also has to be applicable uh, that it needs tokens because you can also make a crypto project without tokens. And I think a lot of people are not even aware of that. So I think what the, what the whole ecosystem, not just Cosmos needs is education. And I think that's where, where you with Cosmos Spaces, Spark IBC, Delray and all others can contribute a lot. And you do that actually and really appreciate that. Oh, we appreciate the kind words, man. That's nice of you to say that. It's hard. I go ahead, Timmy. I, I, I want to just echo that. I have like such a strong opinion here. Like personally, I have been involved with crypto um, since like Bitcoin was single digits. Um, I, I got seriously involved when it was like in in triple digits, um, and then like you know heavily like literally spending all my free time in it really when cosmos launched with ibc and i'm i'm a very like builder oriented person like in just growing up in, in my life like I, I like to build things um and so for years and years and years i obviously wanted to build a crypto thing of some kind but luckily i also feel like i'm the type of person that had the foresight to be like Okay, yeah, you know, I could just build a a, a Doge bunk. I, I could just build another deck somewhere or, or a new take on an NFT platform. Um, I could take some half-assed idea and give it some appealing tokenomics and just like make a bunch of money that way. But what I've always been in crypto for is like not 
making money necessarily, but truly because I think the tech will change the world. Um, and so I just never like had that idea. And so I'd been involved for crypto so long with like all my friends and family being like, how is this still just a side thing for you? Like you're working a, a boring fiat job, and, but this is all you talk about and think about. And the answer was like, just what Steak and Relax was saying. Um, that just cause like you want to do that and it's possible with like the infrastructure out here doesn't mean that it, you should <laughs> like, honestly, you need to wait for a very specific idea that hits you. And as you think through it and talk about it with friends or whoever else, it just starts to make more and more sense. And you realize you've like tapped into some niche that is really important and untapped. And if, and when you like get to that, you're going to be so happy that you didn't embark on a half-assed idea earlier because who knows where you'd be now. Like if I had just spun up some shitcoin for fun or an NFT thing or uh, some fairly standard DeFi product, I mean, I'm sure I would have thought of some new like edge to give it or feature, but it would have been nothing that's changing the game that in that much of a sense. Uh, like if I had done that, I I'd, I'd pr- probably wouldn't be here doing Spark and Interchain Info which I like fully believe is incredibly crucial and important and the most important idea I've ever had. Uh, So like, I just, I I haven't actually heard that topic touched on really. So as soon as you started talking about it, steak and relax, I just like started throwing up emojis and needed to jump in because it's so true. We live in this landscape that is full of possibility. Like the entire appeal of cryptos that it's the only We live in a day and age where there's no Wild West, like for non-Americans, that's sort of a term that described when literally the West part of America was undiscovered land, at least to Europeans. Obviously, there were natives there, Um, but like it was there was an unknown. There was stuff to explore. Now, short of being an astronaut or like a deep sea diver, we don't really have unknowns to explore. And that's part of the appeal of crypto, I think. Like, it's just this it is the last bastion of like something new is going to come from this. And we all kind of know, even if we never put a finger on it, that we want to be a part of that. So like, I just encourage people to take that thinking into the more conscious and less subconscious and be like, okay, we're here to do something new and revolutionary. There's no need to uh, jump the gun, so to speak. And like, just jump into the first project you think of when, when the idea hits you, that is going to be your like passion or whatever it'll hit you hard and you'll know about it. You'll, you'll, there won't be any doubt of like, is this what I should do? Is this worth pursuing? Um, yeah, I kind of got off the rails there a little, but I just like, I, I empathize so much with what you're saying. And it's a topic I'd never really hear touched on that. There's so much potential and possibility for project, but not everything needs to be a token. Not everything just needs to be the new appealing version of the last popular thing. Um, and I think the more thinking we have like that, the better we're going to be in the end. I totally agree, Timmy. Thanks for sharing that, man. Uh, the more, the merrier when you guys jump in and add to the conversation. It's awesome. I love hearing different perspectives and experiences from other people that work very hard in this space, man. We respect the work you do too, and you inspire a lot of people, bro. So keep it up. We love your story. I just wanted to take a minute to say too, if there's any other builders or validators or developers who want to come up and share their experience, uh, the open mic will be soon. So I totally uh, 
applaud anyone who wants to come up and join the chat. Otherwise, I still have some more questions we can keep diving into for the meantime. Uh, I thought this would be a good general topic for all of us to discuss. But uh, just at this point in time, what, what do you guys think are some of the biggest strengths of the Cosmos uh, hub and the biggest weaknesses right now? All right, you want to answer it or should I answer it? or Whoever wants to jump in first, the floor is yours. Well, I think yeah, I think that right. You go, you go first. It's it's all right. I don't mind going first. <laughs> but I really thought the question was meant for you. But no worries. Uh, oh, okay. For, for first okay. of all, yeah. let me say that's a great question, Martin. Uh, I would have start with the with the weaknesses that that I see, but they are not weaknesses at the end of the of the day, because. What you see in the internet, sometimes you try to look like what is bad in the Cosmos ecosystem. And you see many people saying like the community is fragmented, the liquidity is fragmented, whatever. But you don't see too much negatives on the technology. I don't see like, like, like people talking bad about the technology, uh, any issues with the code, things like that. It works, it hasn't stopped since it launched, uh, as far as I understand. So, so yeah, um, maybe maybe I thought uh, I was talking about a weakness, but no, it's actually a, a strength. Maybe people are just confused, right? That fragmented liquidity on people, yeah, it has it has its importance, right? But I believe as far as crypto project goes, uh, maybe you got you gotta get the technological side, like address fixed and without any issues, and then you can start thinking about the economic side of your uh, network or token if that makes sense i i totally totally agree with you that the, the tech side of cosmos is super super strong and uh especially the, the ibc technology um i think that's one of the the biggest strengths that cosmos has and it's usually also a really welcoming community uh if if some devs want to build something you just reach out to another dev and say like, hey, I have a question about that or even validators between each other. Like, obviously there's some kind of rivalry, but you see, for example, here are like three, four validators together and, and talking and try to bring the whole Cosmos ecosystem forward, right? So I would say this is the major, major surplus and major strength of, of Cosmos in general. And maybe a weakness, especially of the Cosmos hub, um, I wouldn't say it's the governance itself. I would just say like that sometimes governance proposal, which could be also really good, but sometimes it gets like discussed way too much and don't get straightforward. It's like, oh, we could do like this. 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 So then you have 50 opportunities to do or 50 ways to do it. But in the end, I think if you want to reach something, you go forward and like, this is something that I don't like because sometimes it becomes toxic and like these discussions, which are really good, becomes like in not in a constructive discussion and it becomes like more insulting. So like, hey, you did this. So that's the reason I don't like you. I, I vote you prop down and you don't look like objective on something. Right. So this is maybe a weakness. But on the other side, the community is great. The tech is great. And I think we are we are well prepared for the next bull run, and 
the Cosmos ecosystem is 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 gonna pump hard. No financial advice. Absolutely. You know something else I want to say yet, uh, just to close it out, is that even though we know and love some cool projects in the Cosmos ecosystem, right? It's good to be aware that not all projects are gonna make it, guys. All right. <laughs> just wanted to add that. That's true. Yeah. Like right now in Cosmos, luckily we didn't have too many scams. Uh, obviously, it was super super pity what happened with Sift Chain, which is in my opinion or in my my knowledge one of the first project that really failed and shut down i think dick was 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 also one but there's like really really few few projects compared to the huge amount um the building on cosmos so be aware everything can go to zero um just have that in mind do your own research and then you're good to go yeah, I agree. I believe Cerberus Chain is actually shutting down or closing very soon as well. True, true. So it's a third project now. Mm -hmm. But I mean, mm -hmm. we have now what fifty-two mainnets, fifty-six mainnets. It's still I can't even keep project. track anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Map of Zones is handy for, huh? <laughs> That's true, and. Even in Map of Stones, like on Minscan, as far as I know, there's not even all of the projects and testnets. So what, what I love to use is uh, Minscan to have a really nice overview, the, the, the fastest stats that I know. And then if I want to check out new testnets or like new projects that are not listed there, uh, I usually go to Pingpop. Big shout out to them as well. I also really love their their page. Yeah, I noticed people were uh, utilizing that tool when showing that a bunch of people hadn't upgraded the last Cosmos Hub upgrade properly, <laughs> showing a lot of red blocks. That was uh, pretty nerve-wracking, I'm sure, for quite a few validators there the other week. Did you, did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. It was it was really crazy. Like, I think that the mistake there, or like what happened there, is a lot of validators used Cosmos Visor, and I think there was like some kind some kind of hiccup, and it didn't went through automatically with some validators, and some just saw that way too late, and that's the reason why they were offline. I think even two validators uh, were still jailed or something. And now new new validators came in. So this is also for all delegators. Make sure to not only uh, do your own research for for the chains that you're gonna invest in, but also do your research for validators you delegate to, and keep track what the validator is doing, and uh, if they're still active or if they're doing their upgrade um, on time or do they miss a lot of blocks. So it's also one component to take care of and to consider. Yeah, that's something I'm still always wondering about. I know there's, I believe uh, Yieldmos sends out alerts uh, per se. If you're delegating to a validator that gets jailed or bumped to the inactive set, they actually send you an email to notify you. And uh, I wish there was a more public available tool 
uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, just to, you know, raise awareness when, because there's a lot of people, I don't know about you guys, but I get, uh, you know, governance and delegating or compounding exhaustion sometimes. Like I used to do it every day and eventually it got to the point where it's like, do I really need to be doing this every day? Like it's taking a couple hours up, life's short. Yes, um, you have to. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I know what you mean, though. I, I've seen the numbers and it does drop, you know, percentages day by day. So it is very important. It's just sometimes when life uh, gets in the way and you get busy. I've got a kid and uh, I work my full time day job at the government and I'm trying to actually get a, another job uh, full time in Web3 and eventually leave the government. So. Uh, Sometimes I just get super busy, you know, but it is a, it's a good habit to get into doing that every day for sure. Totally but I agree. guess my, my point is, is uh, I guess I wish Kepler had something available right now that notifies you because there's a couple times where uh, I'm holding smaller bags from airdrops of certain chains. And when I originally delegate, I wait a couple months and then check in on it. But that validator may be inactive or I'm not earning rewards for months at a time you know so yeah I, I totally agree with you and i think one one of the dangers that come with restaking and yield most which are obviously really great tools if you're like an active cosmonaut keep track on on the garnets uh is that you get lazy right you're like oh yeah everything is compounding i don't have to track anymore and then maybe you you validator that you delegate to becomes inactive and you don't earn any rewards anymore. Uh, anymore. So this is one one of the danger danger sides of restaking and, and yield loss. But uh, totally agree. If you're like a hustler, like you have two jobs, uh, every day compounding could be really nerve wracking. Yeah, no, uh, I know. Eventually, there'll be a lot more user friendly uh, experiences with the stuff we're talking about now, but. Uh... It'll all come in time. It takes time to build things, right? These things can't just happen overnight. And there's other roadblocks and issues people are dealing with currently anyways. So. But still, you know, you know what? It's just an interesting topic. You know what? It's good to see, at least visually, uh, Kepler's been getting better and better by the day. And also Minskan, man. I remember like the first days before, we didn't have like that dashboard, right? I mean, if you have been like long enough, you actually seen that a few good applications are extending out now. Now it's it's your task maybe to find out what are those apps, but they are there in the ecosystem. I mean, I mean I've seen some beautiful apps to be honest. The Kujina one is beautiful, right? Uh, Orga, um, and what was the other one? Well, osmosis. I mean, the experience using osmosis is it's something amazing. It's it's a joy, uh, like I like to call it, right? And the same Kevin that, that I mentioned before. So, so yeah. 100%. And I think like Kepler, Minscan, there's even a, I think a Twitter bot that tells you when like somebody gets flashed even. And uh, a lot of new projects and uh, working on, on dashboards and like notifications for that problem that you said. And um, I just wanted to ask you guys, like which tools are you using to, to monitor like stuff. For example, I'm using also uh, Observatory a lot to check the stats for my validator. 
using Minscan, using Pingpop, using SmartStakes uh, tools. But which kind of tools are you using? I know that we specifically use uh, Minscan and Pingpub the most often. Uh, there is also, I personally am not directly involved with the people that manage the validating uh, on Cosmos Spaces. But I do know that they're actually working on a validator tool similar to Pingpub. Um, just with, a, I think, the main feature, and I haven't checked Pingpub myself in a while, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we wanted to add a lot of variables where you could actually filter the results uh, of the validators you see and uh, other search or query uh, that enables different things that is already available. But other than that, um, I'm not sure if they use Observatory or SmartStake, but that's a good question. I was hoping somebody else from the team like Tricky or Eric could hop on, but Gaines is uh, asleep right now. So maybe if there's a space in the future, that uh, question could be yeah. answered. What about Timmy or Delray? I'm in a, a kind of similar position. I, I'd be happy to put you in touch with our dev guys stay and relax if you just want to like exchange ideas and see what tools are out there but i personally really just handle the governance of our validators um i, I would imagine dell's in the same boat i know ne neither he or i are dev dev people um but I, I know we use a number of the tools you mentioned um there's one or two custom things we have or semi-custom i think some other validators use them too um that I couldn't give you much info on, but I'm sure he'd be able to. Um, and personally, I also use Mintscan and PingPump exactly as you described. So like recently when I was filling out or, or like figuring out our multi-chain funding proposal for Interchain Info, I wanted to just look at all the chains in the Cosmos as well as their community pools. And Mintscan was missing quite a few. So PingPub's awesome. It's one guy that runs it too. So um, I actually want to do like a Spark campaign for them at some point. I think PingPub needs way more attention. They do really good work. Uh, and also just that's something like a, a Explorer is like a perfect place for the whole competition, uh, breeding innovation and like improvement thing. So if Mintscan can really have some like competition from PingPub, PingPub can get some more support average daily users uh i think it make them both strive to do better so shout out ping pub that's crazy i didn't know that that's one guy that that's yeah PingPub. that's huge yeah so we definitely want to do a spark campaign um, but just in general like if you're gonna post a link on twitter to something on chain make it a ping pub link next time like that's free marketing doesn't hurt you helps them helps to like show there's competition and mitscan should keep innovating um yeah big support order of the, the ping pub guy <laughs> hey eric i didn't see you there man I, the profile pic and <laughs> the name change tricked me bro my bad my bad taking over um so we have three devops and um one of them who runs our bare metal validators they use um an instrument that they created called valmon which is the validator monitor. And that's what um, uh, Marty was talking about, where you can filter your validator and just like see, you know, like what's going on there. I know that our other validator who runs uh, using Hefner um, uses like all the bots. Like there's a bot in Telegram that'll, that'll give you information. Like we have a, a bot channel that tells us whenever our validators are down. 
or if there's like we're missing blocks. Um, there's also one on Discord that we use. And um, I know that our Comdex and eMoney validator, Jonathan, he created his own dashboard. And so he just gets like notifications to his phone uh, based off the this this little alert system that he created. And uh, that's how he monitors his. So he, we have, you know, three different guys that like to do three different things. So it's pretty neat to just get to see what they all do. That sounds really good. I think monitoring is also a, a key key uh, role to to run your validator and to track down like your network because sometimes you have to especially for example in fmos you have to react really fast right so monitoring is super important yeah 100% hey i i have to run at the top of the hour so i want to squeeze this in um in 4 minutes um on the monitoring front for the average user Question to everyone on stage, two-part question to everyone on stage. One, um, is there some kind of tool out there that you guys use or would recommend that could, like, send me a text alert when something starts unbonding in a wallet? Like, I'm thinking of exploit protection, just like if I ever get hacked, it'd be good to know about it as soon as possible, potentially save my my bonded assets. Um, And question two, if not, is that something you'd feel comfortable using given that you would have to provide an email or a phone number or something like that? Could just do an email so you could do a throwaway one, but you might not check the throwaway one as much, you know, as blah, blah, blah. Um, because if the answer to the first question is no, I think I can get something like this built very easily and simply. And so I'm wondering if people would use it. I think that would be super useful, especially like obviously the, the one, um, utility that you mentioned like if you get hacked and it gets unbonded but also for example if you just unbond your stuff by your own if you don't make you uh, a notification your calendar by your own just maybe forget that after two or three weeks that you had like some yeah unbonding so this would be a tool i would use personally okay cool um yeah i totally agree i i unbonded a pool and uh yeah, if, even if there's like a reminder 24 hours before it unbonds, so you can plan to be at the computer at that time later that day. I, I think that's a great idea, man. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I I, I have a couple non-ledger wallets, and so I just always kind of think about this. Some of them are set up where everything auto-compounds, and I don't even like check them more than once every like week or even month sometimes. So. I'm always thinking like, hmm, it'd be really good if I could set up an alert system. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure who you do the auto compound or restake through, but I know Yieldmost has email alerts. I just don't know uh, how in detail they are or how, you know, what they cover. If it's just if they fall in the inactive set or, you know what I mean? I don't, I've never used it myself, so I wouldn't be able to give all the details, but I think what you're saying is like a generic one where it's not just for restake or auto compound too. Yeah, but honestly, I like the yield. Maybe I chat with the Yieldmost team and see if they would just want to extend that feature set to be more generalized. Um, And then we could like include that uh, in our stuff on like Spark to promote it. I think that could be cool because they already, they clearly already have the basic infrastructure of like an automated email alerting system set up. Cool. Okay, I apologize. I usually love to chat extra, but I have to run. Um, This has been awesome, and I'll hopefully be able to join for the next one. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it was super great to, to talk with you. Thank you.
Thanks, Timmy. We always appreciate your time and hope you're having a good day, man. Delray, if you got to run too, bro, no worries at all. Appreciate your time as well. It's really nice catching up with you guys. 100%, man. Let's do it, Let's do it again soon, all right? Yeah, I would love to. We'll make sure to uh, keep in touch, bro. Um, well, I have a couple questions left. I don't know uh, if you have any plans soon, but I, I thought we could talk a little more before we close the show. Uh, stay and relax if that's cool with you. Sure. Okay, it's time. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I guess the last couple of questions here was more just gener- general topics. Um, I know you touched briefly on the earthquakes in Turkey earlier, but is there anything else you wanted to talk about, about that or surrounding the prop for relief funds? So for the prop, maybe I can mention um, tomorrow there's going to be a space uh, also with a, with a famous um, actor who is also supporting um, donations and earthquake, uh, the earthquake situation in general. Uh, I, w- I will try to tune in. I have another call, um, I think, shortly after the calls begins. But I will be in that call. I can also share it with you guys. And what I can say around the Prop 101 in the Cosmos Hub is if you have any questions, just feel free to, to shoot out to uh, my private account, CryptoChuck, here, or shoot me a message here. I'm happy to answer all your questions. Um, I know it was a super rushed proposal. It wasn't um, on a forum beforehand what it should be. But the reason for that is that basically every second counts, especially now where the second uh, big earthquake hits. The people need food. The people need warm clothes. And if the funds arrive faster, they can get like food and warm clothes and everything they need uh, way, way faster. Um, then setting up the proposal in the forum for two weeks, waiting again two weeks. Uh, it's just time that goes by that is unnecessary for, for the, all the affected people. And that's the reason um, for this quick action. Yeah, I know it's cool to see using governance and crypto to help families and people out in situations like that because it's pretty devastating to see the news and I could only imagine what those people are going through. So I personally voted yes and I'm in full support of it for the record. Really, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I know some of the people said like, yeah, now we have to fund every um, catastrophe that happens in the world. But for that, uh, if, if you really go through that proposal, you will see there will be also a charity DAO that um, will basically manage all other proposals that um, will be requested from from the community hub and maybe um, they can even manage like somehow to get other funds to help out for for other um, catastrophic around the globe that's pretty cool I, i wasn't aware of that maybe they could possibly work with angel alliance i know they do a lot of charity work in the cosmos space so Maybe that's something in the future those entities could get in contact and work together. That'd be pretty cool. And I think that's a great idea too for, um, you know, collecting funds for any kind of catastrophe that people want to donate to. Not necessarily everyone has to, but if people want to, I don't see why there's an issue with that, you know? I totally support it myself anyway. Yeah. 
I also totally see like that a lot of people say like, hey, this is a community fund. This fund should go to developers. But I think on the other side, Turkey has a great crypto community and they're like also well-educated. Obviously, a lot of them are a lot of like traders. I don't know if you know that, but 90% of the trading volume of Avalanche came out of Turkey. So Turkey is basically really advanced in, in, the, in the crypto ecosystem. And they also have a lot of young, talented staffs. And I mean, if you if you show like a bit of support for Turkey and uh, could help them with donation, you also get like basically their sympathy. And then the Cosmovers will be there, the Hack Juno will be there. So we basically could also establish the whole Cosmos ecosystem in Turkey, which then in the end benefits the Cosmos ecosystem. Because think one step ahead. What if there's the new um, Stachymanian that comes from Turkey and also builds crazy projects or next Jack Zampolin or next Jacob Gerikan or uh, next Ethan Buchmann that comes out of Turkey and uh, can really bring us a next uh, like a step further. And that's how I think. Uh, and I think that's a thing that a lot of people don't consider even or don't thought of. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, the last thing I was going to ask you uh, before we wrap things up here, the market's been to get your personal opinion. Uh, are you a bull or a bear right now? What, where do you think the market's going in the near future? And I obviously know you're a long-term believer, but short-term, where do we go from here? I think it doesn't matter as long as you're staking the legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Research. Do you research? Pick trustworthy validators like Stake and Relax. Wiki appreciates every delegation and your tokens are safe with him. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, man, I think that's a great way to end the show. Do you have any closing statements for the audience or anything you want to share before we, uh, we end the spaces? Uh, I just appreciate the possibility to hop on a call with you, uh, have a nice chat with you. And if somebody has a question from the audience, feel free to ask now or if you're too shy to to speak up in the audience, what I sometimes even also have. Just shoot a DM, happy to talk with you. Join the Telegram channel, um, stay and relax, and happy to answer all your questions. Um, if you even like a guy that wants to spin up our own validator, uh, want to learn the technical side or like the, the humanitarian side, shoot me a message, happy to teach you everything I know. and. Um, Let's level up Cosmos. Yeah, I love that. Let's level up Cosmos, man. Let's uh, make Cosmos uh, jump to the top, you know, top five, top 10 crypto in the world. <laughs> yeah. I think it has potential to it, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, one last thing before we go, though, actually, I almost forgot. I had a question. Do you think there is a possibility of a volunteer program for cosmos 2023 because uh, i feel like i mean i don't personally really care how much funds were spent on 2022 i had the time of my life and will carry those memories with me forever but uh maybe maybe <laughs> if some people have a problem with how much money is being spent like i personally have been involved in volunteer programs for other crypto 
Uh, one example is, I don't know if you remember Aon, but they're about an interoperability. And then back in 2019, they had a volunteer program and a lot of the heavy lifting and grunt work was was done for free. You know, they they just gave the volunteers a free ticket to the conference and lunch or whatnot. But I personally think that's a great idea. And uh, I already re- reached out to Crypto Cito, but if you like it, I would love to get as many people from the community involved. And uh, that would be something else to be super excited about and look forward to. Mm-hmm. You mean for a customer? Yes, right? yeah, in Turkey. Yeah. Um, for the customers volunteer program, I, I have to check uh, with the team and, and talk about that. But what I know and can certainly say is that for, for devs, or like for people um, that study, uh, shoot us a message. We had like last year, we had the contingent for students and devs, um, which uh, got the tickets for free because we also want to support the devs and, and also students and maybe like people they don't can afford uh, tickets. But it's obviously also the major mission of Cosmos. It's the reason why their the tickets, ticket prices are always so low. I think the first batch is like around 50 bucks or below 50 bucks. And um, I think that's something, if you compare that with other conferences, like Solana conference, for example, they are like, what, four digits for a ticket for like one or two days. So I think with, with Cosmos, you probably eat more then the ticket will cost and then you get like nice connections, nice speaks, a great time. So I think that the, the prices are pretty fair. But uh, anyways, we have like a contingent for, for devs and, and students, but it will be all announced like publicly and officially. It's just what I know right now. Awesome, man. Thank you so much again for your time today. I really appreciate you uh, coming out to tell everybody about all the stuff you do for the ecosystem. And uh, we all appreciate your services as well. So I hope everyone here is having a great day. Thanks for everybody who tuned in. Uh, Without the audience, we wouldn't be able to do these spaces. So with that being said, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their day. And don't forget, there's another Spaces coming up later tonight with uh, Lil Gaines. It's an NFT share and chill Spaces, and that starts at 7.30 p.m. EST. So hopefully we'll see some more people out later tonight. And take care, everyone. Talk again soon. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Spaces, Cosmos Lounge, recorded on Monday, February 20th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do 
Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Chase a view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at their dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces. <laughs>